Equality in a relationship is more than just the division of responsibilities. It can manifest in emotional, physical and sexual communication between two people. There are many ways in which you may have inequality in your relationship and you might not even know it. Equality in a relationship is about both parties feeling heard, respected and knowing they have a voice. So what are some signs of inequality in a relationship? Let's discuss. She, a podcast for the non-traditional woman. I'm Tiana. And I'm Sophie. And And we're we're a a couple. couple. Join us as we break down the modern feminine experience and explore an alternative view on what it means to be a woman in today's society. Hey everyone, and welcome to our 11th episode of SHE, an acronym for Shifting Your Experience. And hello to all our new listeners who found us on TikTok. Yeah, we caved and made a TikTok. (laughs) Our first post ended up getting way more views than we ever thought it would. So thank you everyone for going on to search our podcast. And we release new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you're following us to be the first to know our topic of the week. And follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience. And we want to start off by giving a shout out to our woman of the week, Heather Lowe, who sent us a DM telling us how she lives a non-traditional life, being someone who is 56, unmarried and with no kids. Yeah, we love that. And we absolutely love when you guys send us DMs telling uh, us about your experience. So please continue to do so because we have quite a few women of the week lined up for upcoming episodes. (laughs) Yes. And so we've been covering a lot of topics that surround healthy communication, healthy coexistence between two people in a relationship. But how can you translate that into actually being equal in your relationship? Yeah, we wanted to have an open conversation today about what exactly equality is and what it can look like in a relationship. Yeah, it's so much more than just the division of responsibilities, like we said, such as, you know, you do the cooking and I'll do the cleaning, that sort of thing. Exactly. So we've come up with seven signs of inequality in a relationship and what you can do to ensure that your relationship is equal. Yeah, like even if you're currently single, you can probably reflect back on a time and remember when you notice inequality or only notice it now in hindsight, like whether you or the other person in the relationship had some bad habits of not considering or respecting the other person's part in the relationship, which are simply just signs of inequality. Yeah, it's always about becoming more self-aware within yourself so that you're designing the life you want to create. And, you know, even if you were to meet someone, this list may help you spot some signs early to keep in mind, you know. Yeah, you know, these seven signs can definitely help you uh, reevaluate your own values and what you want out of a potential relationship if you're single or if you're currently with someone and you want to communicate this to them. Yeah, I feel like when I was single, that was the best time to reevaluate what I wanted. And I feel like every dating encounter would narrow it down like more and more. Completely. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so our first sign of inequality then in a relationship is if one person doesn't participate in the decision making or one person is being left out of the decision making. Yeah. And we can see this early on in relationships. If let's say one person is always picking the place to go out or like deciding where you go on vacation or even one person is always making the effort to like meet up with the other at first. Yeah. Or even in a more established relationship, it can be the case that one person doesn't want to have the responsibility of decision making and therefore leaves it all up to the other person all the time which totally isn't fair you know yeah and it's not healthy like a relationship is a partnership and feeling like you're left to decide things all on your own can put a lot of pressure on you and make you feel like you're the only one 
in the relationship like you're doing this on your own yeah I don't think a lot of people want that power and control you know of having to always make the decisions but sometimes it does fall on someone's lap and that may be a sign of inequality in itself where someone may not want to make all the decisions but they just find that they are you know yeah, well, I feel like if I was in a relationship with someone who always said, you know, oh, you decide, I would feel like I was the adult calling the shots all the time. And they were like just the kids going along with it, you know? Yeah, like, am I your mom? Like, like <laughs> one of you is not the parent, you're both adults. Yeah, you never want to be feeling like you're the parent or the mom in a relationship. Exactly, like, it should be equal yeah. and mm-hmm. both parties making decisions. Yeah, and you know, sure, you may discuss things together at first, like planning a holiday, for example, but you also maybe faced with you know uh, I don't really care like where we go on vacation this year as long as it's somewhere warm you know you decide yeah and then you're left with the responsibility of researching finding the flights hotels yeah. cheap it makes deals. so much more of a big deal yeah. out of it like when you say you decide it's like well it's not just picking a place I'm gonna have to do all the other stuff too exactly because all of a sudden then you're left in control of this whole operation and the other person isn't and like it's a team effort well yeah and one of the biggest points when we were talking about this specific sign of inequality. So if you wanted to talk about that, it can also be the case that one person is being left out of decision making. Yeah, as opposed to what we were just talking about, one person being left to do it all uh, because the other person doesn't want the responsibility. On the other hand, one person may be intentionally left out of decision making because the other one wants all of their control. Like they want the control of deciding everything. Yeah, And some relationships have one person who wants to be in the driver's seat for every decision and won't let the other person have too much of a say or sometimes no say at all yeah we definitely see this a lot in like relationships and even just like tv and movies and all that sort of thing yeah exactly and like a great example yes Um, i I knew you would have an example (laughs) yeah well they're like good examples for me to use like tv shows and movies as like reference instead of like using people that I know yeah because you don't know Uh, them yet (laughs) but uh, yeah Monica out of friends oh that's so true I mean not all the time but there's definitely situations I think when they were planning the wedding her and Chandler were were chatting about like the wedding and stuff and she had all the say and he said like well do I get a say in this and she's like why like no yeah he had no say in anything even the apartment how they decorated and she had all the say she definitely was like the controlling character yeah Yeah, exactly. And at that point, like one person becomes the default, you know, Mm -hmm. you listen to what they want to listen to, like, you know, music wise, or they decide what TV show you're watching. And you may even start to notice this around like family and friends. Like, if you're around friends, does one person in the relationship always get asked about the decision making things more, you know, almost like head of household like even for example if you're out with friends and someone asks hey are you you and so and so free this weekend or almost just like asking for their permission yes absolutely someone's always the go-to person yeah which brings us to our second sign of inequality in a relationship and that is if one person is contributing more and we say contributing more because this can encompass housework finances you know and every relationship will define this differently and what works best for them as a couple yeah I agree I think couples do kind of have like they work out a deal amongst themselves like who's gonna do what and like even we do that you yeah, know with, like certain responsibilities I'll be like I'll cook if you clean and yeah we yeah we take turns and, and stuff and even with builds like we have like our own you know you take care, take care of this, I'll take care of that, you know, so like there's that communication as well. It's all about communication. When do you, sure. yeah, but like when do you think um, it would become an inequality issue for people in like this, this situation? Oh, good question. I feel like um, if someone is both doing all the housework and all the finances or mm-hmm. it almost feels like there's a, there's a burden on one of the partners versus the other. Like for instance, if somebody 
paid rent, but they're also the one cleaning the apartment all the time and like begging their partner to get up and help them. That's like, a it's huge like, issue. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, like hey, you're just doing it all then. Yeah. It's different if one person in the relationship feels like something is their strong suit. Like let's say you're really great at cooking and you love to do that for you and your partner and your family or something then that's different. You know, that's an agreed upon decision. Exactly. Yeah. In terms of cooking, I feel like it is quite common for one person in the relationship to do that quite often. And and in straight relationships, like it's usually the woman. Yeah, it's like, like that even assume. if she has a job and, and goes to college and takes care of the kids and picks them up from school and does this mm-hmm. and that. It's very usually her job to cook the dinner as well. And we're not saying all families are like this, but it's just very assumed that the woman will have the talent of being a cook when that's not the case at all. It shouldn't be assumed that one partner is always going to get to be the lazy one. And, you know, I don't do housework and I don't do cooking. But isn't that so traditional that like, say in a straight relationship, the man will be, you know, he's considered like the breadwinner and the woman, like even if she has a job, but she will still cook and clean usually, you know, that's what like we see, you know, and that's a traditional stereotype it's a it is completely traditional yeah you know I don't see too many modern straight couples being like you know well Monday to Wednesday I cook but then from like Wednesday Thursday Friday he cooks you know like yeah just a division of responsibilities that's the biggest thing yeah I don't see that a lot in straight couples that I know and even if both of them are working yeah that's why this sign of inequality is a big one no party should be contributing more than the other in that case like I feel like everything should be an equal division of responsibility And yes, that can be tailored to what you're good at and what you enjoy. But, you know, no one except Monica from Friends loves (laughs) cleaning the house, you know, so that should be a shared responsibility. Yeah, if you live in the house, clean it, you know, (laughs) pick a day, pick every Saturday and clean the house together. Even you you and I will like say, oh, I'll take the living room, you take the kitchen and we'll just like clean together and play music. And that's like a chore, but it's it's an activity. We won't live here, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so our third sign of inequality in a relationship and one that we're looking forward to talking about because it's very important is that only one person is being fulfilled sexually and also that one person decides when sex happens. Yeah, sex should be a conversation that you're both having you know, in which you feel like you have an equal say and this could even be the case if one person in the relationship is super submissive but that's a type of sex that you two have agreed upon. That's the point. You've communicated it. You understand. It's not that someone just doesn't have a say, so they're automatically the submissive one. Yeah, and I like that you said, you know, about the communication because I feel like a lot of sexual, like, experiences in a relationship, there is this lack of communication. Like, I yes. I don't think there is a lot, but you and I, probably the first relationship that I've had where I was very open about sex and... We are very open about sex. Yeah, we like talk we would, about everything. We will talk about everything. We know how each other's important. feeling. And it's more than just like this physical experience. It's more than that to us. So, I mean, it's important to talk about it. Yeah, it's not fair if like one partner gets to have all the fun and the other is like, oh, well, I guess we'll have to have sex. Like that's a sign of inequality sexually. Yeah. And like what we said about being fulfilled, you know, we hear this so much that women like sometimes don't communicate too often with like their partner whether it be a man or a woman yeah Yeah. and saying like okay well this is what I like what do you like you know um yeah people don't really talk too much about it you know well we are very open yeah we talk a lot about it (laughs) we will cover anything but um yeah it should be an open conversation where both partners needs are being like stated and fulfilled as well you know like no one should feel that one person's needs are more important than the other in a relationship absolutely that's why I think like 
this vocal like conversation instead of just like because you know I've been there as well like we both have but I've talked to like people over the years like friends or whatever who you know there isn't that communication people don't talk about they're it they're afraid and then, to tell their partner something yeah, like that what, they yeah what they discuss. want and then all of a sudden they're doing it and like that's the only time sex ever comes up for them is that when they're actually doing it and you know it's important to talk about it before talk about it after there's if a you're lot in a relationship with someone you know that's already a, like a commitment yeah there are a lot of couples that don't talk about sex before and after and you know the only time sex comes up is during it and like you don't exactly want to start talking about things then so yeah well it all comes down to the fact that sex is like seen as this like embarrassing shameful thing that we need to, like it's a taboo and we need to like you know you don't talk about it you just do it and that's not true you're well able to have a few drinks and chat to your girlfriends about it so you know why can't you talk to your your person about it you know what I mean yeah that's so and true. that goes for both of you because lads like guys sorry <laughs> like the Irish is coming out of me but like lads will sit down and ha- like talk about having sex and no problems so I mean like we're able to do it we're able to talk about sex why aren't we talking about it to each other yeah and I think that's such an important part of building an equal relationship you know are you able to talk to your partner about sex and what you want yeah and, definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. it should entirely be an open communication thing and we're so big on that like just communication in any aspect but that brings us to our fourth sign of inequality in a relationship and that is if one person's needs are more important and we're not just talking about sexually but this can be affectionate needs emotional needs mental needs yeah even going back to one of our episodes on love languages if your love language is physical affection and you're not getting any of it from your partner but theirs is acts of service and you're doing loads of things for them like that is inequality yeah you have to be accountable for your actions and recognize that you're building something with this person like people love to say oh you do you but like when you're in a relationship it's more than that you have to compromise but that doesn't always have to equal someone's needs being more important than the other person's oh absolutely compromise doesn't mean always putting someone else's needs before your own yeah well our fifth sign of inequality in a relationship is that one person puts in more of an effort in the romance aspect of the relationship be it a date night or conversations yeah just one person putting more effort in general like and this is another one you can spot early on in a relationship like if somebody is always the one planning the dates or yeah like you said earlier in in the first uh, sign of equality that we had you know if you're always picking the place to go out if you're always the one who's coming up with the ideas like you would feel hey like why aren't you making the effort like pick somewhere yeah it's almost like like decision decision making again in that sense but this is in regards to putting effort you know it's not just about decision making but are you showing up for your person are you making them feel special are you putting in effort you know like plain and simple yeah or if you're like in a relationship with someone and you're always the one who's like making an effort with your partner's friends hanging out with them but then it's not reciprocated for you you know that's so true yeah that's something I'm a really big fan of when I'm dating somebody I like them to be a part of my friend group as well and feel like they know them and my friends know who my partner is and it's almost like one big group that we can all hang out with like you know you know all my friends so Mm -hmm. and yeah and you know all of mine even though you've only met them on FaceTime yeah (laughs) because most of them are in Ireland or elsewhere so yeah and also you know another example is yeah like when we said about communication just like asking how your day is and not hearing it back you yeah, know like that's, that's a like lack inequality. of effort mm-hmm. and that even can apply to friends like you yeah, know if you're exactly, constantly yeah. putting effort into like hanging out with your friends and asking them how they're doing and always asking them questions but you never hear it back like 
you don't feel equal at all. That could happen in any relationship, yeah. Well, our sixth sign of inequality then in a relationship is that one person is more mature emotionally and mentally. And we have a whole episode discussing emotional maturity and healthy relationships, so... We'll just touch on this, I guess, because we literally have a whole whole episode. episode. But it is a big part of inequality in a relationship is... If someone is way more mature emotionally, that's going to cause so much imbalance in terms of like, Mm. and just friction between the two of you. You know, you'll always be fighting about something because you won't see eye to eye. Mm -hmm. And even just if someone is so much more mature mentally and they have life goals, they know where they want their life to go and maybe their partner doesn't know. And that can cause one partner to feel like once again, like they're the parent making the decisions, they're deciding everything for them and their partner and that's definitely going to lead to friction eventually for example if somebody opens up in the relationship and is vulnerable with their partner and the other person finds it like hilarious that they've opened up they're like ah like yeah fair enough like you may not be able to handle like sensitive issues or serious conversations but like it's belittling this is your person think of how they feel like when they're like opening up to you or whatever like you know, whether you can handle like serious conversations or not, it's immature when someone comes to you with like an important issue and you dismiss it with like comedy or humor, you know, very good example of, yeah, emotional immaturity. Yeah, that was one of my biggest pet peeves when I was growing up. I feel like I wasn't somebody that often talked about feelings. I'm different now. But so when I did and like someone would find it funny or like, throw humor back I kind of like wouldn't understand and I'd be like well I don't want to talk about this anymore like and especially not to you yeah exactly (laughs) so this relationship is over (laughs) yeah exactly so our seventh and final sign of inequality in a relationship even though there can be plenty more is that one person (laughs) lacks assertiveness so having a mutual say being heard listening to how the other person feels on certain topics and understanding their point of view and talking about it. That's really important. Yeah, you know, instead of knocking how the other person in the relationship feels, you know, allowing the other person to be given a chance to speak their mind without judgment or ridicule. And sometimes it's very difficult for people to be assertive. So giving your partner like a safe space to do this is actually essential, like in any relationship, not just a romantic one. That's such a great point. Yeah, because sometimes naturally somebody is more energetic and vocal which I feel like I am and sometimes other like other people need to work harder at voicing their opinion and being assertive and the other person in the relationship needs to recognize this and give their partner a chance to speak yeah exactly like the the safe space like idea you know yeah one person might be more energetic the other person might be like quiet or whatever but like when you're in a relationship it's it should be the way that you can go to that person with anything you know Mm -hmm. that you can like you can really confide in that person and you know it's a safe space if you feel like it's not then I'm sorry to say that is not a healthy relationship that is like a huge inequality if you feel like there is no safe space for a certain type of conversation or even like talking about sex like we said or talking about anything or Everyone wants to be heard in a relationship. That's the biggest thing you want to like. There's so much conversation around like power in relationships, but it's more than that. It's about being heard and feeling like you have a voice. Yeah. And I mean, you're not going to go to your partner maybe about everything. Maybe just some things like you're like, no, I'll talk to my friends about. Yeah, that's fine. We talk to each other about everything. We do. yeah. Yeah. But still, like knowing that like it's okay to tell that person that like knowing that that person's not going to like judge you or react in a crazy way that's safe you know you may not want to ever tell them 
but knowing that you can and how their reaction will be like that's healthy yeah I agree with that so so what's your takeaway on this topic and these seven signs of inequality um I feel like I always say in our podcast like communication is key but I really do feel it is and if you're listening to this podcast and you feel like there's like something that's beneficial to you that you can take away from it let that be healthy communication if you feel like some of our seven signs of inequality are present in your relationship communicate that with your person otherwise it's it may not ever change yeah and if you can't communicate with them about any of this sort of stuff then that's a problem (laughs) that's definitely a sign of inequality yeah so what's your takeaway then my takeaway would be that in any relationship whether romantic or platonic as you mentioned communication respect and equality are so important to allow each person to feel heard you know and without these aspects it's so easy in a relationship to lose sight of yourself and who you are and So if we in our relationship always focus on like respecting each other and creating an equal relationship Mm -hmm. and respect in a relationship means that you're seeing the other person as an equal and everyone deserves that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Thanks, babe. Well, that does wrap up today's episode. Um, we love hearing your stories and how you're living a non-traditional life as a woman. Yeah, so we love them. Keep them coming, yes. And follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience, and send us a DM to be featured as our next Woman of the Week. And make sure you download, rate, and review our podcast and share it with your friends, of course, to spark a further discussion on this topic. And hopefully this has helped you in understanding how to create equality in your relationship or kind of narrow down what you don't want. Exactly. See you next Tuesday. Bye.